welcome to the future podcast people as you can probably notice uh, our audio quality is slowly improving uh, we are working on it uh, yeah so today with you is our host aaron alexander and myself mahat mangal uh, and we're talking about video games today uh, i am passionate about video games i've been playing for a while now years now <laughs> um, so aaron what all did we talk about Mahat's area of interest and his passion points were about uh, video gaming in general. Uh, He mentions the games that he plays. He talks about the benefits that video games have uh, in practical aspects. Yeah. We we spoke about how big the industry is, uh, different types of games, how... addiction is considered addiction is an issue how we 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 gave our points about how we think we can tackle it uh we talk about youtube different kinds of addiction uh and strategy games how it it is helping me personally in my area of study uh, in in my area of career that i'm looking for so and we also talk about metaverse and how it's coming up and what could go wrong what could go right so yeah i think that's about it right so um so we try to provide a balanced conversation we had some of the exciting stuff um about what video games are engaging for and why they attract people and we also uh, talk about some of the drawbacks that we have faced over the past 20 years with work by living with technology so hope you find it insightful uh, yep. hope you enjoy this episode yeah happy listening people yeah <laughs> i remember us playing video games together in college you were also there no call of duty we used to yeah. lan connected yeah blur blur was another one the the multiplayer blur racing okay you do remember the racing one where you have powers like uh, the movie death race remember you you know the movie death race do you jason tatum oh it's like as prisoners in prisoners are put to race against each other in a deadly race where the cars have like ammunition and a loader on it so it's like a death people who survive will be set free who wins who wins wins will be set free <laughs> it's a good movie action so this this game was like that where you race and and you have powers yeah so multiplayer game good game i remember going through witcher on your computer i oh, played yo. it for a bit that's crazy that would one of be my top tier games it was so good and interesting that i did my ug dissertation on that mm-hmm. it was based on witcher and how narrative oh i should talk to, talk about this narrative tech narrative side of games so the witcher has is a is a game where you oh you know the tv shows now the tv shows out so was it originally as, a book it was a book it was a book uh, okay. polish polish author andrei sapkowski sapkowski something yes i'm not saying his name right but yeah so i even bought the first book for the dissertation uh, but i couldn't get read much of it but in the game um, 
how the game goes is that you make choices in between. Uh, there are points where you have conversations and you can choose what you want to do about it. So that will affect how the story goes. And apparently, Witcher had 36 possible endings by the end. So 36 changes could be there in the story, how you played. So there's a bad ending, good ending. There is an evil ending. There are, <laughs> there are endings where you end up with nothing. This is a very extremely uh, terrible endings. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, that was what I wrote about, like how narrative tech narrative techniques are employed in a game and how video games are is a modern uh, form of it's a it's a storytelling medium basically that's what my what i was saying where you have where the reader is also involved in creating the story so even though there is only a determined predetermined you know 36 endings but as a reader you are uh, if you play the game and if i play the game we might get different endings so uh, that 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 genre is something that i really love and i've been <laughs> playing uh, several games of like that uh, story based narrative you know that kind so if i were to like give a recommendation of games that I love and I would want my listeners if you are into gaming to try out uh, in games uh, which has this narrative thing in it like where the story can change there is this game called Detroit Become Human extremely interesting game where you play as an android in future uh, and the androids develop consciousness and you play as these three different characters and how you make choices as the android. Uh, it will change the story, and you some sometimes you might intersect with the other character in the game, uh, or sometimes you might just die and you're done. At that point, you're done. The game will carry on for the other two characters, but maybe the other character might be just dead. Uh, extremely interesting game. Uh, Heavy Rain, again by the same studio who made uh, Detroit Become Human where you play as an investigator investigating a murder and and a mother and and as a father who lost his son like the son has disappeared the son is kidnapped so you play as the son and the cop and a private investigator so these three characters are there in that uh, extremely extremely interesting game again uh, the story so plot is so good releases? heavy rain was in 2009 i think uh the, this Detroit Become Humanist uh, 2018, I think. Okay. It's a mm, brilliant game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption would be another brilliant game where you play as this cowboy in 1889 in the US. Red Dead Redemption 2. That's what I'm saying. Uh, extremely great graphics. Uh yeah, so that's that's the in that game you have a horse you can uh, you can pet your horse you can you have to tame the horse from the wild if you want you know or you can buy one but you can do things like that you have to oh my god the game's level of detail is something crazy and I could like keep talking on and on for hours it has and like 
you know these non playable characters npcs so they uh, will be they have their own things to do in the game in the city in the town so there are characters who come to a bar every night and they just sleep there so in in game time morning they wake up and they go to work and by night they back in the bar so things like that there are extremely diverse characters i have no idea how rockstar made the game rockstar is the one who made gta so uh so that would be another recommendation city skylines if you are into building if you are into strategy gaming um batman arkham knight if after i was the batman i wanted to you know feel like batman so i got the game again and i was playing that for a while um action games yeah batman would be a top one red dead redemption 2 what else would i be forza horizon if you like driving cars so again good game fighter pilot if you want to be ace combat 7 uh if you want more games if you want to have a more conversation with me you please reach out to me if you're listening and <laughs> i would be more than happy to talk about video games yeah i think that would be it my recommendation nice i've i've never been a much fan a big fan of gta i don't know I just tend to get boring after a while like i do stupid shit now and then but then i don't know i never got into it much I don't know. Uh, Call of Duty is fine. This, uh, there's this game, uh, Ghost Recon. Uh, Wild, Wildlands? Yeah. Tom Clancy's Ghost Rec- Recon. Recon. I don't know. Recon. Yeah. Ghost Recon Wildlands, where you play as this elite super soldiers. Not super soldiers. Elite marines who go into Bolivia to stop the drug cartels. That's a good shooting game that I liked. what are the crazy games are out there mm. oh the other day i got tetris on my phone <laughs> i thought okay fine i'll try it it's been a while uh yeah so a friend of mine recently he shared a story he from somewhere he got a uh, game boy nintendo mm-hmm. and he was playing on that what what i think he was playing super mario something I've never had a handheld thing like PSP or mm-hmm. things like that. Oh also I want to like share my screen if uh, and just show this tiny game that one one developer has made. Just going to show the gameplay now. Can you see? geographical adventures created by sebastian lag he alone created this game it's like he says it's unfinished you so you play as an airplane pilot who who should be dropping cargo into this is the actual world map so these are countries and you have a cargo to deliver to you can choose this location nigeria lagos toronto in canada so maybe toronto in canada let's choose that and you you got to know like where you are so it doesn't show you directions 
no it doesn't this seems like italy uh, coast of italy i don't know what is what is that island <laughs> i thought we started out in north america why did you say italy did we not sure wait this is greenland god it's dark it would be interesting if there were fuel so basic- considerations ah uh, yeah so basically it's like okay let's just drop it just to show them make a point so i'll just drop the package here and it was like it was deli- oh delivered to usa i was close but I, we, see three we see that we don't see that i see that package. can you see okay. the the bit on top the package was intended for canada but was delivered to usa instead the delivery was 317 kilometers off target so games like this has uh, an advantage in making you learn more about the geography in a fun way 100% yeah it's a very small game that i found it from a youtube video the creator had posted how how we made it and so yeah he linked it so if you want to just try it out go ahead so i'm also interested to see how what kind of games people can actually come up with you know like this a single guy made this game so uh there is there is this new unreal engine 5 coming out mm-hmm. or yeah it has already landed so it's a game creator uh where so they have this meta human am i sharing screen yeah yeah so they have this uh, meta human creator create your digital and digital meta human see these are all these are created like digital humans look how realistic it is do you think they've purposely made it a little bit to look like a game so that it doesn't get confused could be i don't know but they are definitely going for that what do you say uh, perfection yeah people have been creating see look at this 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 might open up another league of uh, now i don't know i'm just getting the start and uh, the digital area where you know creating f- photography and all that or as models for clothing industry i am seeing potential here 
like you so expressions are very realistic yeah you get this shadows my god i did sign up for this initially oh, so you can download see here i have an i i, I there was this time when i i, I tried uh, developing a game i think i've had this conversation so it's in the pipeline anyway somewhere down the line i i shall create one day you something that i <laughs> basically i i am a gamer still even though i am 26 so there is there has always been this idea that gaming you know people look down on gaming and see it is not something worthwhile and now we see all these youtubers and it has become a proper actual industry mm-hmm. which is worth billions of dollars i mean actually the video game industry has been consistently making more money than hollywood since 1990 or something okay. so it's a, it's a, it's a bigger industry than than the hollywood so we as people like we know how big movies get how big how much money is in that field so this has been uh, over that field since 1998 i think i'm not sure but around that so uh, it's a huge industry people need to start thinking differently like stop you know stick that stigma around gaming that you're wasting your time all that so i thought that's why we would it would be good to talk and you know about the uh, experience and our thoughts about video games yeah so uh what do you think i mean are you do you like gaming do you game we haven't um, spoken much about this actually i i do like the game but i just felt like i never had the luxury of gaming so when i was in school i did play the um like i think modern warfare 1 mm mm-hmm. call of duty yeah so i've played multiple uh, call of duty titles and i've played watch dogs the first one mm mm-hmm. um then uh, the gta vice city so you do you do like gaming like you do yeah, play yeah, the do. rpgs yeah. and uh, games that open world yeah yeah like actual big bigger games you know mm, yeah i mean like you said i even i didn't have the luxury much you know like um, never i still don't own a playstation uh, it was always hard to ask at home for for something uh, like a gaming dedicated for gaming you know for but even i was like really young we had these uh, consoles that would connect to the tv the video game the brick one you know so i used to play that a lot uh, maybe that's where it started uh, personally it has helped me a lot sometimes right now i mean after growing up it has helped me sometimes in uh, like relieving my stress sometimes you know uh, 
and going into games like it will lighten your mood up instantly and it's not like it's a drug or something even though it can be addictive like anything in life but yeah um, yeah i mean the, what i really like is how it can help us experience things that we can't in in reality so uh and so you're playing i'm currently playing this game called ace combat 7 so it's that's where you are a fighter pilot uh, i watched top gun recently so after the hangover so i was like i need to fly a plane and uh, this is the closest thing that you can do like it is good and uh, it gives you you know it gives you kind of an experience and it, it's immersion as good and like you said a meta is coming up so immersion is becoming better and better with vr um, i mean where do you think it's going with meta people um people just plugging into devices going into a virtual world like yeah that's the concept right i was uh, concerned about it uh, when i was like having my own thoughts about it and going over some websites and opinion pieces about it um, i really didn't like the idea but the way that you put it i think it makes sense and i think that i am concerned when it becomes an addiction and um, i believe my personality personality type is to latch on to things and uh, get addicted to things fast so like my equivalent to gaming for you as a de-stress agent for me it's youtube like but Uh, the problem that i face is it's more of an addiction like i can like i literally spend hours on it and uh, even I'll... me bro sometimes my god yeah and okay. yeah i don't want to interrupt you but yeah so there's this timer thing on youtube right you can set like it it pops up when you have been spending too much have you have, are you using that have you used that yeah i did um so on on the same phone um i had set that up but i found it quite ineffective because again like when when i'm in that zone i really don't care about anything else so um i had set like a 45 minute alert but uh, i would just keep skipping it snoozing it um and it's also unfortunate that there's no uh, inbuilt way to uninstall youtube um hmm. you, yeah any any google app you can't uninstall True, true. You have to root your phone. I have right. never considered uninstalling YouTube. I I wanted to, but I didn't have a way. <laughs> I've uninstalled other social media and all, but not YouTube because I I access to video. That's that's something that I think I can't give up. It's like you said, it's kind of addictive. True. Um. Yeah. Back to Meta. Have you watched this movie Ready Player 1? No. Oh my god, brilliant movie. Uh by Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, I think. Steven Spielberg or Cameron, James Cameron, I don't know either of them. Uh that's where it's future and people are hooked on to these VR things and everyone's living in that world, so in the virtual world. But the reality is like extremely bad actual reality uh, it's people are poor people very bad living conditions but inside the 
gaming come the inside the world virtual world it's all you know, fantastical more uh, they have powers they can do things they earn money so uh, basically i think if facebook that is what's going to happen right they're going to make a way that it that they're going to start i mean they're going to make it so that people can earn money from that virtual world right that that must be where it's going that is as far as i understand so i think that is quite appealing to people and that is going to draw people in even though people might be like right now saying that you know mark zuckerberg he's evil uh, he he controls with uh, with facebook and all that even though all that is there and once the tech is here people are going to jump in so you're going to like like you said it's going to create a bad situation where people are just going to be in that world so uh, before you go too far ahead so while you're talking i got like two points that i, I would like mm-hmm. to bring up one of them is like as we are get, getting older and personally like now i believe i'm getting to the point where i understand why certain uh, technologies or material etc is kept away from children because um, children aren't necessarily equipped with the ability ability to know what is truly essential and um, what secondary tertiary everything that follows um so i would say uh, yeah go ahead uh, yeah I, i wouldn't say that i've uh, consciously gotten over the youtube addiction uh, but it's just that i have filled my life with other activities that have um, a stronger pull and a stronger drive like for example the podcast um so um in that sense it's reduced the grip that youtube has on my mind <laughs> uh, the second point that i wanted to share was i got us i got something about the children and tech i have thought about this like whether how how it's going to affect them like kids being on the phone at a young age at a really young age it's a it's different from um the other generations before people i've seen parents giving phones to the kids to you know quieten them stop them crying at what such an early age even when they're like toddlers uh i have i don't know i have i've thought like it might be interesting somewhere down the line how it's going to affect us as a species you know like maybe they start learning more things at a younger age maybe if it's sustained they i mean we got to monitor the content or we have youtube kids and things like that but still uh consuming more um, information at such an a young age you know getting using their device people kids know how to use the touch screen without it's very intuitive but i am still sometimes surprised how quickly they learn and uh, it seems to be addictive also like kids i have seen i have i have observed that babies who have been like given this phone or tablet to play with 
they tend to give they tend to ignore the other toys uh i don't know why but maybe we should read about that uh, but i'm curious to see where it's going to take us if it's like continued on a species level but yeah could be could go either way maybe my I have a thesis um, <laughs> on on why it might be difficult to pull um, children away from these devices and mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily um, applies only to children it, and I, I can uh, provide like evolutionary context as well um, again I'm just telling a story there's no there isn't necessarily research behind this um, uh if we say we are or like okay let's just say youtube for example uh, it provides a simulation that stimulation sorry um without the physical depletion of resources mm-hmm. so where the evolutionary point of view comes in is um maybe when we were hunters uh we were the sort of people who conserved energy and we would prefer the method that would allow us to conserve more energy and that's kind of how uh, that that might be one reason why we are so subconsciously uh, vulnerable to being addic- addicted to uh, screens yeah the dopamine hmm that you get from screens yeah but uh, <clears throat> i remembered my second point as well um which is along the lines of what you mentioned about why mark zuckerberg might be considered to be an evil person who doesn't have mm. the best interests of people at heart um he doesn't think about uh, the well-being of like the health of uh, his the his uh, consumers Yeah. um and i i have felt the same thing that if, even though we have this resistance uh i feel and also like you've kind of confirmed it for me which is at the back of our head we still feel it's going to happen because uh <laughs> with with his products like facebook and instagram we i think all of us personally would have felt that apprehension on spending time on those platforms but at the same time we still use it and we still get pleasure from it so i i think in that sense mark zuckerberg is a puppet master and yeah <laughs> um, we don't necessarily feel equipped enough to tackle it um you should watch that movie dude really uh, you like it it's it's it really explores that it's a fun movie also like you know the plot is good um and yeah i also wanted to talk about how some video games have enabled me to think better, like you know like strategy games strategy games are like really good even uh, chess chess itself is a game so let's start from there probably i mean wait sorry before we go on to the strategy tangent um, there's one more point i would like to mention yeah. on the fire 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 uh, industry point of view um 
like if you think about it now and it's just some sort of insight that i'm getting right now uh, perhaps in the long run uh, technology even though it's been around for let's say since the early 20 uh, the start of this decade uh, it's uh, if we zoom out far enough it's probably still insignificant in uh, terms of how long it's been around and we might feel like we have an understanding of how to handle it but perhaps we still don't have a complete grasp of technology as a sphere like it's still capable of getting control of us rather than us controlling it mm-hmm. and perhaps one tangible way of seeing it is like how policy makers are struggling in having good privacy laws um uh yeah that's that's basically my true point. i mean and, uh, yeah yeah finish 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 i don't want <laughs> sorry uh the, the main point that i wanted to put across is uh, like that that's probably why uh there is no clarity in like how we guide youth in the use of technology we we understand the functional benefits of ha- having your child have a phone and like being easily accessible but at the same time we don't have the tools that or we don't understand or at least it's not general knowledge on how to properly introduce technology to youth i uh oh i was, was going to say something about so i know it's so <laughs> difficult to keep points in your head uh yeah i got it yeah the technology part technology controlling us i think it's more about how people running the tech like you know the people behind facebook so who they can they have their own agendas and that that is manipulating people more than i i would say more than that 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 power is what i am more afraid of uh like you said privacy laws how data was being so sold still being sold data privacy data protection laws are still weak in several countries so and we don't even realize what data actually means like privacy and you know uh, i've spoken to so many of my friends and everyone's like accepted they they have like they know data is yeah it's all gone dude anyway it's out there that's the attitude that people have seem to be taking which including me i also have that so um, it's gone it's beyond us now so maybe it's maybe as pioneers in this maybe we this is this was bound to happen you know with the tech starting out maybe down the years people will be better protected decades down the line maybe across the world and saying yeah um yeah we have come on to privacy and data protection yeah <laughs> i was going to say about strategy games is this yeah. game called city skylines that i'm playing currently uh where you get to design a city from scratch like you start you're provided with a highway connection initially then you have to build roads uh, there are different kinds of roads there are one way roads there are two lane three lane highways highways with sound barriers see that's the level of detail so and there is sound pollution you got to build houses you got to zone places residential commercial industrial office you got to provide services so 
I am currently pursuing a degree in that's that has urban planning also in it, urban design. So, uh, playing this game and uh, watching streams of how people play, there there's this uh, YouTuber called City Planner Place, City Skyline. That's his YouTube handle. So he's basically a city planner who's play. So he 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 keeps giving insights about how, in in theory, it should be like this. What is good practice? So this game I've been playing and uh, it is helping me uh, understand. It has realistic uh, population data and stuff, algorithm behind it. So it is helping me understand better about the subject. So I think there are there are so many different ways that video games can contribute to us for us. Yeah, I mean. There is this uh, narrative that says video games make people violent. Uh, it is still uh, not really established, you know. Despite it's just a popular saying, you, you don't have any data to show that. There, I haven't is, read any papers. Yeah. Is there any specific example you can take out of uh, Cityscape that you can City. share? city skylines yeah city i can share um yeah so yeah so there's this idea not idea like um yeah okay so let's say so there's this concept that you need uh, more compact zoning for housing and uh, commercial activity so that you know mixed use land planning so you need houses you need shops close by and you might also need offices nearby so that you'd reduce your dependence on vehicles for cars. So you create footpaths, you make your city walkable or bikeable. So that is the ideal, um, what do you say, I, I, ideal in urban design. So in this game, if you do that, that'll, uh, that'll reward you, you know, that'll help, that'll reduce the number of cars, traffic jams will be lower, you create uh, footpaths, people walk, you create, uh, you know, over bridges above the roads, people use that. So it's very realistic in terms of things like that and concepts of uh, definitely there has to be some <laughs> urban planners, you know, involved in the making of the game. So things like that is like so cool. I mean, you need more compact uh zoning mixed use so i have been using that and it's it's good it's it's nice it works so um i have had a conversation with my friend akil um, about how he also played this game at, at one point so we were discussing about how uh, we could you know change the traffic in our hometown so we were like is this right do you think this is the, the one-way system here is right and you're like, oh, maybe we should put a model on the game and then and then, then try that, which we never got to. But uh, that that's something that we I would like to see, though. I would like to try, like putting real city maps and uh, see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, immersion is every, everything, I guess, nowadays. So even if you look at F1, they have sims, simulators. It, it, when all those can be considered a video game if you want 
but so yeah so the application is becoming wider and uh, there are some amazing games out there which has like really good story good plot good actors involved you know voice acting and all that so it's it is still evolving but yeah I, i'm happy to see that people uh it is it is becoming a mainstream industry for common people to play play the game and make money out of it that's good but yeah that's always a thin line for addiction in everything right so that's that's about that's how i feel about video games yeah would you would you be happy to i don't know okay that's about parenting and all i don't even know if you want to have plans of having kids or even marrying <laughs> but let's say if you have kids how would you be a more i think i think you might play with your son you know or or your daughter uh, before that i just want to like provide a little bit of space to the addiction topic um so i just want to say that um in my journey i feel like this the reason why we get addicted to things is um the lack of properly processing stress so um i think i mean i don't always do it but at least more than before um i'll at least consciously realize that there's probably um and area of difficulty that i'm facing that i sh- it doesn't necessarily even have to take a lot of time it's just like acknowledging acknowledging that issue um and then i think if you uh, have that level of awareness um how the level of how prone you are to getting addicted to something i think it reduces definitely so i just yeah. wanted to share that the awareness part is like really important you know like taking a zooming out of your life and seeing looking at yourself what you're doing so i wouldn't say i am addicted i i enjoy gaming but no not addicted to gaming maybe there were points in life maybe i didn't i didn't have much else to do like during the covid maybe because i was home i think Uh, that was everywhere a lot of people's case anyway you know <laughs> spending a lot more time on your devices so yeah so i i think i have an addictive personality uh, i mean again i would say it's because of coping mechanisms um but usually something that gives me pleasure i would end up somehow forming an addiction to so yeah um so what specifically was your question about parenting i don't know i was just thinking about whether we as parents i mean if if we be, were to become parents would we encourage or what our ideas of about gaming will be at that point but no nah, it's a stupid question just leave it <laughs> based on my current thoughts i will probably implement my understanding of addiction but at the same time uh, i would want to encourage it for the stress relief benefits and for the um, whatever strategy benefits like uh, the mm. I'm, i'm sure um, simulations provide an added edge 
uh, it exposes you to an environment before you're actually mm. in it for all of those reasons i would probably encourage my children or other youth to play video games probably also, yeah after probably. a certain age maybe after 13 14 there is this really cool game called ancestors human kind odyssey yeah. that's that puts you in the role of an ape um before we were evolving you know so and then you play as this ape in the forest trying to survive and uh, it has fears you have to overcome fears you know get dopamine uh, discovering fruits this uh, climbing you know discovering new things to do new plans make constructing things so all that so and then you have a family and then you give birth and you take the offspring with you to do things and it learns things like that and uh, there are there are there are times when you can choose to evolve that will pass it pass the time and based on what skills and what you did uh, it will it will take the leap evolution it will show like the time passing and then there's a realistic realistic evolution scale and how how we are playing so may sometimes we'll be achieving things before the actual uh, evolutionary history uh, and based on our actions the animal will be changing you know what we are evolving into so it, putting i mean putting us in the shoes of things that we can't be that is something i feel i love about video games like there's this new game coming out called stray it's a video game where you play as a cat that's that's like it's trying to get home and the mechanics is all like what you what a cat would do you know it's able to jump like and so hide inside a box so things like that so it's, i am really excited for that game to drop whenever but um, i really love that aspect that you can be something you that you can't be you know otherwise so once this metaverse kicks in I, and you know the tech bec- and if it becomes cheap enough for people to afford i mean for a, in a massive scale i think it's going to be crazy and i am i am i'm concerned about the addiction side but i am also yeah curious to see i don't want the control i don't want this i don't like the corporation controlling the thing but that i think that's the only way to go about it or are there decentralized meta versus like block using blockchain tech are there there could be there is yeah so yeah i think that's about it thanks to everybody for joining us yeah if you listened this far extremely extremely thankful for you listening i hope you we both hope that you had a good session you know definitely if you clicked on this i'm pretty sure that you are interested in video games so if you are interested go check out the games that i've mentioned they're pretty famous all of them so chances are high but don't miss out on these games if you are interested i guess and hit that subscribe button and yes. like like our video if you did watching the subscribe account go higher is something that gives us satisfaction we are close to our first 100 subscribers 
pretty sure you'd want to be among them. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't know what sort of perks we might give the first hundred subscribers. So, shoot. <laughs> Incentivize. Okay. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, yeah. Quoting a phrase that Tim Ferriss says at the end of his episode: uh, "Be a little kinder than you think you need to be." That's nice. That's nice. I like that. Oh, that's Bye. actually such a sweet line. Yeah, I don't want to discuss more. Okay. I'll be kind to our listeners.